upon a time, in feudal Arizona, there was a man who loved bagpipes, tattoos, and dick. I mean dip. He traveled the land in search of horrible piping podcasts and loose men. One day, when the moon aligned with the Earth and Saturn, he came upon the Chantered Podcast, where he found a home among scoundrels and thieves. After several lackluster appearances and association controversy, he left the show to rediscover his testicles. Now he has returned, and all shall rue the day. And his name was... Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chanaran Podcast. It's Josh. Oh, you did it already. <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> right off the top, drinking Drink. game has happened. Oh boy. Hold what on. were we saying? It's Josh. <sighs> and this is Andy. With the po- Chanaran Podcast. And today we have a very special guest with us, back from the dead, back from his adventures in Thailand, Sean motherfucking Cahill! I hope he's still on the line. I'm on the line, motherfucker! He's there. By the way, uh, this seems as good a time as any to welcome you all to the Chainerate Podcast. We are the world's worst bagpiping podcast, and it does contain foul language, adult situations, and heavy drinking. So, if that is not your speed, one, why are you even friends with us? And two, you can go ahead and turn away in five, four, three, two, one... Fuck. Well, let me tell you what. <laughs> we have a lot to get through today. Um, do we want to open up with just like some news, some updates, and then we'll go into the main topic? Yeah, let's uh, get through the uh, you know the stupid stuff we got to get, get through. Yeah, let's get through all the bullshit that we have to do for people to consider us a piping podcast. <laughs> we got to have some form to this thing, apparently. Oh my god! Every, everybody was talking, you guys had one episode where you didn't talk about bagpipes, and now you <laughs> barely ever do. Can you I'm do glad that? that? I'm glad you guys gave in to the peer pressure because uh, those those guys were right. Well, you know what they say, Cahill. Peer pressure makes pure diamonds. That's right. <laughs> so let's get right into it. We have some listener mail. We do. Um, I believe the first piece of listener mail is from our good friend, uh, J.D. Ingraham and Nam and Nam and Nam. No, no, no. It's DJ. No. Oh, is it, D- is it DJ Ingraham and Nam and Nam and Nam? That's correct. Oh, okay, perfect. And he uh, has a little tune for us that some of us may recognize. Yeah, so <laughs> this is pretty awesome. Uh, he sent this in today. We want to thank him, or not today, last week. We want to thank him for doing this. I'm going to play a little clip of him playing. I'm amazed you're clicking and not looking at the computer at the same time. That's that's Cahill. You, you learn can hear him in the background. He's probably looking at porn. Is that Cahill clicking? That is, that is not me. No? That, are you looking at porn? Cahill, stop looking at porn. We can hear you <laughs> clicking. Get a silent mouse, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> or just stop clicking and pay attention to the goddamn show you're on right now. I can't, I can't help it. You get on the computer and there's all these porn sites. Like, what am I supposed to do? It's so easy these days. This oh, is why we cut it from Jesus. the show. I'm telling you. <laughs> he was actually being punished for the last month. That's why he wasn't <laughs> he's, here. He's been in the sin bin. I was in timeout this whole time. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, here's DJ's tune, who, which was written by another member. or uh, sorry, Another one of, one six, of the six. Uh, yeah. Eric. Mr. Mr. Eric. Which we haven't given Evan, him proper... Evan, um, Evan. We haven't given him proper credit on the air because he well, was yeah, in hiding. Well, yeah, because he was in hiding for a while also. He was yeah. being a, a secret Asian man. A secret <laughs> Asian man. Turns out that was a bad idea because he found out nothing. But yeah, well. that's all right. 
Uh, we appreciate him writing this tune and DJ uh, p- uh, playing it. So here we go. Check this out. Beep boop. Motherfuckers. Beatbox behind it. <laughs> oh, I can't even do that fast. <laughs> it's hard. Look at, listen to him go. It's almost like he was artificially sped up. Almost. Oh, he's doing. He's going for the whole thing. All four parts, huh? I have to say, the third part is pretty good. whole tune's brilliant. Who's going to be the first band to play Josh and Andy's Chain Rant in competition? Oh, That's what I want to know. It's going to be awesome. Someday it's going to happen. I mean, hopefully, hopefully a certain friend of ours is the judge. <laughs> be really hysterical if it was Wasatch that ended up playing it. Oh, yeah. That was fucking that fantastic. Was wow. So, should we give him a hand? Oh, uh, yeah. We were, I was holding a beer, so I couldn't do it. Me too. Hey, yeah. well, well done, DJ. Wow. So, two of the six people contributed to that tune, and we're super excited that that happened. That's pretty That's pretty awesome, man. When you have a fan base of six people, it's cool when two of them can work together on something. <laughs> <laughs> and actually come out with something successful, unlike, yeah, unlike mean, the show. I, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't have written a tune that well. I feel like, it's, I feel like we're wholly undeserving, but I'm just going to run with it. <laughs> Um, we had another piece of uh, listener mail, and was this? Do you think this was in direct response to us saying we would do shots if people send us pictures of their tits last week? You know, I I wonder. It didn't hit me when I first read it that that's what he was doing, but it's very likely that's what was so happening. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> read this out. I'm assuming that this person's okay with it. Now, before you start, I do have a challenge for you. What's that? Now, I, this gentleman is from Australia. Yes. I want you to read this in your best Australian accent. <laughs> best Australian, All the way through. Do, best no matter how bad accent. it gets, read the Who, whole... Who's a good example of an Australian? i gotta lo- I got to latch on to somebody uh, here. The, the comedian you like. Uh, uh, was Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries. He's a, he's, is he Australian or is he from New Zealand? No, he's Australian. Oh, God, i got to give me... i got to get something like shrimp on the barbie. Like what? Something <laughs> Australian. Okay, can you do a K, uh, Australian accent? Hold on. Good day. Good day, lads. Like Negative. that? Uh, that's pretty close. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go for it. If it's bad, it'll be even better. Good day, lads. Honey Bedden from Melbourne. The story behind that nickname will be for another dip bag Olympics. Or if you ask nicely with a t-shirt. <laughs> I get what you mean about Cullen Bay. Fucking boring. I forced my old band to put harmonies in it, so I didn't wander off midway through checking out the potential hookups in the crowd. Made it slightly better when I was the one playing the harmony. Now, a tune that I get asked to play all the goddamn time is motherfucking Kintyre. Refuse uh, to put. Well, how are we doing? The key, no, you you're know? doing great. The, yeah. I just wanted to pipe in. Like I agree with him. I get the. I forgot I all about that. I, I, I fucking hate this yeah, tune. <laughs> I don't have strong feelings about my oh, fucking Kintyre. Refuse to learn the bloody thing. Even knocked back a few playing gigs because of it. Wouldn't touch it with a ten foot pole or if it was a supermodel. <laughs> Another tune that is constantly asked for is an absolute icon of Aussie rock and roll. Long way to the top by AC slash DC. Belter of a song and just a piping part on its own is like a learner on pipes for the first time. Just bad as a service band. Hashtag sensitive fireman. That's a good one for you, Kale. That's me. Now, how do I get me mitts on one of these shirts it takes ten years to make? Question mark, question mark. I need a new rag to wear band practice to hide me nipples. Attached is a nice pic for you. Winky, smiley face. I heard you shit dribblers talking about the fire truck when you piss the bed after a night out. Now the dump truck is when you shit the bed after a night out. Even better if you got someone else in the bed too. Hashtag back it up. 
<laughs> I fucking love this guy. God, this guy is fucking hysterical. <laughs> the question I always want to ask you, Drongos, is when you're coming down under the party with the Aussies, 2020 Aussie champs are in the middle of bumfuck nowhere and will need some unofficial commentary. Keep up the banter, cobbers. Keeps me entertained at work listening to you on... Re- like, Australians work. On repeat, <laughs> hashtag one of the six. He's at the beach all day. Cheers, Honey Bourbon. So this guy's name's Honey Bourbon. Is that... Hey, oh, I'm, uh, I'm kind of curious that, that your Australian accent sounded a lot like your old-timey It accent. really... I, I kept hearing... Hey, it. listen, mister, <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah, see? Well, it is... <laughs> as, as the only person that gets asked to do voices and fucking accents on this show, I will, you know... I, I don't we have a lot of some fucking research. I don't have a lot of time to practice, yeah. guys. I did an accent last week. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you did do an accent see? last week. Yeah. I forgot. Your 1920s newsreel uh, No, no, no. I did the, the Scottish accent. Oh, yeah, the Scottish accent. Yeah, we were making fun of the uh, fuck note vortex guys exactly yeah <laughs> but anyway this guy uh andrew from australia he was honey bourbon sending, the, sending this in now here's the thing though i all right so we we made these rules for the drinking game last week and yeah. i think that's what he's referencing here this he's, is why we can't make drinking game rules when we're drunk because we're gonna get screwed over yeah. on this there are there are so many more of them listening than there are us drinking and he's and they're smarter than us too so he sent in a picture of him topless I assume so. We would drink 151. Ah, so we did say we were going to. We're going to change that rule. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we don't have any 151, but we will have a shot. We, yeah. We we have old smuggler. So Fusco wants to adjust the rule, yes. and I and this is going to take a two thirds majority vote since we have Cahill on right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. So the original rule was send us a picture of you topless and we'll take a shot on air. Right. The concern now is like 800 guys are going to send us <laughs> pictures of pictures them topless. Of their, so yeah. we have to like drink until we like, die. This was not episode. what was intended at all. <laughs> so so uh, I think you didn't clarify. So I'm going to vote. No, you can't change the fucking rule. Well, thank God it's thank two God out of three. Two, two thirds. <laughs> So, but we don't want to discourage people. We don't want to discourage men sending topless photos. That's correct. To bagpiping podcasts. So, here's what we're going to do. If a woman sends a topless photo to the Chain Rant podcast, we'll take a shot on air for every single one. Yep. And if a group of men can get together and send 10 topless photos to the Big Rap Show podcast via their Facebook or email, yep. then we'll do a shot on the air. Yes. I think that's fair. I think that I, works. I would say even better, put it on his social media just, publicly. Just post it on yeah. his page publicly. Yeah. Yes. And if you send a picture of your spread butt cheeks to Grace Note Vortex, <laughs> we'll have you on the show live. Yes, we will bring you on the show because you will be my hero. So there you go. Um, I will say this, although we did not clarify before good old Honey Bourbon from Australia sent us his uh, man tits pick. So with that in mind. Yeah. Oh, wait. You just that, did it twice. One for the microphone, and then one for the. Sh- we'll do the one for the shot first. All right, and then we'll catch up in a second. And this is we didn't have one fifty one, but we have old smuggler, which is even worse. Even worse. Oof. Oh fuck my ass! Fuck me in the ass and call me Cahill. Nice, Fusco. It's like drinking paint thinner that's been fermented in buttholes. <laughs> that just hurts the gut. Trust you know? me, I would know. Oh, I have a beer drink, too, because I hit my fucking mic. Stand. Oh, Jesus. So for those of you playing along at home, when you hear the bell, it means drink. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> so uh, we thank our uh, listener for sending in mail this week, and uh, yeah, keep we sending it in. We still Okay, speaking of um, Josh and Andy's chain around the tune, sorry, that fucking old smuggler, Jesus. Uh, we still have yet to hear back. From Brad and Seven Nations. This is true. About doing the official Chain theme song. 
So should we put out a call to our six to I think, harass him? I think we need all six people to message Seven Nations and Brad and tell him, hey, it's it's time, guys. We we need the Chanterant theme song, the official Chanterant theme song as performed by Seven Nations. I think I think it's time. It's a good tune. <laughs> it's not as great. So let's uh, see if we can make that happen, uh, six people. Yeah. Uh, if you're hashtag one of the six, um, harass <clears throat> Seven Nations. His name's Brad Green Piper on Facebook. Uh, feel free to send him pictures of you topless and say we'll stop sending these if you record this tune for us or we'll keep sending them <laughs> if you like it yeah even better yeah <laughs> whatever he's into i don't know so moving on um there are highland games this weekend coming up it's in, it's always weird for us because the day that we record sometimes changes but we always publish on a monday right so we actually recorded on a monday published on a tuesday we're recording now on a thursday to come out on another monday Right, so this will all be past tense. After it, it really, it, yeah, it really uh, varies based on the travel schedule and work schedule of those involved, except for Cahill, because he's a sensitive fireman, has nothing else to do. He's looking at porn right now and is apparently muted. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> put my dick down. Just <laughs> So do you do you think sometimes when Cahill's on, he just thinks he's listening to the show and he forgets that he's actually on the fucking show? <laughs> that, might, that might be the case. He, yeah, he's got headphones on. He's sitting at his computer, jerking off the porn while he's listening to the show. So the Chicago <laughs> games are this weekend, and I am both excited and super bummed. I'm excited because I hear they're amazing, and I bet it's going to be an awesome contest. I'm super bummed because we were trying to go, and it's completely my fault that I couldn't go. Yes, it is. I mean, Fusco could have gone on his own, but... I kind of I kind of lead and carry the show, so <laughs> without me, you know, it doesn't really yeah, happen. Yeah, but I'm, I'm really the handsome face of the show, so, you know, between the two of us, we have a voice and a face that works we have, we have a voice, <laughs> for radio. We have a voice, a face, and together half a brain. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and 15 inches of cock. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks to Cahill. Yeah, Cahill's a negative four. <laughs> Hey, no, no, I gave you the angry inch at the end. It was 14 before I... He, he, gave, us, he gave us the wide, inflamed inch right at the end. That, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's too bad we're missing this... Uh, Makes it look like a baseball bat upside down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate we're missing the Chicago games. There's lots of our friends going, and we were invited to go do uh, commentary, Which do a live stream. Which is stuff. amazing to me that anyone would want us to travel to their event and actually do our bit because our bit's awful i mean it's the world's worst bagpiping podcast for a reason for, yeah absolutely yeah uh but hey you know um i was willing to go josh uh, grew a vagina and wasn't able to make it so and if i, if we, I, I tried grown, to get cahill and angel to go with me and neither of them could make it if either. i had grown a vagina we wouldn't be having this conversation right now <laughs> I, I would be just busy at home flicking the beat <laughs> non-stop oh jesus christ um but you know two of our Defiling very every smooth shaft like object in my house <laughs> <laughs> so anyway two very good friends of ours bands are playing in the chicago games this weekend uh waken district joe brady and crew hashtag f you joe brady yeah and then the city of chicago pipe band i.e tony and andrew that is true yeah tony as, and, andrew. and uh zach as well i believe i don't know i believe he's playing with him this weekend. yeah I, last i checked zach was gonna go play yeah <clears throat> Wait, so, so if you see any of those guys um give them a high five for us uh i'm interested now that now that the shirts have gone out i'm interested to see what kind of photos we get from events i've been of, told by you know the people that are one of the six <laughs> I've been told by at least one well, one of the guys in Waken District who is not Joe Brady. Uh, that Wait, he is there's, there's other people in that <laughs> yeah. besides Joe Brady? <laughs> that he's bringing his shirt. He's going to wear it. He's like, uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited. Because 
by this time next year, I'm gonna send a box of 100 shirts to the Chicago <laughs> to whatever to whatever Highland Games a certain judge is judging at, and just give them out for free. <laughs> Mark this day, because don't worry, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. It'll happen. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm thinking Chicago Highland Games 2020. <laughs> there you go. So who do you think will win? Both these bands are in grade three. Uh, Between Chicago and Wake. Wake District. So I don't have a ton of... Uh, I feel like I've only heard the bands on YouTube. And it doesn't... I'm not, I'm not one of those people that can tell by watching a YouTube video, like, the real minute differences. When I'm live mm-hmm. listening to the bands, I can pick up on stuff. Sure. But a lot of time when it's, like, a cell phone video from, you know, 15 feet away... Fuck, unless there's a big error, a lot of it kind of blends together for me. Because right. there's not a lot of... I've noticed this, especially with, uh, like, the a lot of people are streaming events now. A lot of people are recording events and posting them to YouTube. Like, Drone Chorus does a really good job, all these places. And even if you have a good shotgun mic on your... This is getting kind of, like, into my tech nerdiness. But even if you have a good shotgun mic on your camera or your phone or whatever you're using, you're only getting that audio that's directly in front of you well and like it's like the back end of a circle for example you're not catching sure so this actually leads into one of my random drunken ideas i had uh, in the past couple weeks regarding uh, certain highland games that should not be named that <laughs> i'm i think i'm gonna run a microphone into the middle of the circle and record audio like Essentially, like twelve to fifteen feet up, have a have a cardioid microphone record like right over a crosshair that is supposed to be the middle of the circle, mm-hmm. and just record every single band for the weekend that way. That'd be interesting. I I think BBC probably does something similar when they do the worlds, but no other smaller contest ever really does that that I've ever seen. When I saw the the world setup, they actually had they had some real killer uh, sniper shotgun mics that yeah. were set high set and high. low. I've seen them, yeah. And and they were small profile, but I mean, for me, it's it's hard for me based on what's put on the internet to tell really awesome sound quality, like CD quality sound would be yeah. an amazing thing to have from a venue. And one of the things that we do at the Highland Games that shall not be named is that we tape a lot of stuff. Like we tape every band that performs on the main stage and we put it out for free on the internet. That's how we build those relationships. So eventually I'd love to tape every pipe band and have awesome audio quality from every single performance and just be like, we're putting this on our YouTube channel. Do whatever you want to. Go on, guys. Go forth and shred. <laughs> sure. No, sounds like a good idea to me. Another added uh, bonus for people who, for bands to want to come to the games that does that. So because they get this, they get this high quality recording. I know themselves. I'm going to get slack in the content in the comments here. I totally dodged the question. Oh, Wake yeah. Wake and District versus Chicago. I'm just going to say Wake because Joe <laughs> Joe Brady needs a fucking win. <laughs> that guy needs a win in life. We, we hammer the poor bastard. What do you think, Cahill? Uh, Chicago versus Wake. He's still just clicking. Uh. On the game <laughs> Are you like balancing your? Are you checking your fucking emails right now? Like doing your taxes? Well, I mean, I gotta do something while you two fucking chuckleheads ramble on. Well, you uh, could always chime in like a guest on a fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're you're one of us. You realize this, right? I, I know. I know you've know been that I was allowed to. You guys yelled at me before we started recording and said, "Just keep your fucking pie hole shut." Yeah, that was until, until we were we done with the intro, you. dummy. Oh, well, you didn't clarify that. God, uh, sensitive fireman. I, I, I'm the same way as, as Josh. I'm going to take the same route as Josh, is that I, I can't tell you from a recording, and to be honest, I haven't heard too much of uh, Chicago's recordings on on uh, the social medias. So, Well, 
I'm not I agree. I've heard a little bit of Chicago. <laughs> I've heard Waken District at a contest here or there. You know, you never know because you're not there, obviously. But uh, I'm going to go with City of Chicago <laughs> on this one. Say, you're, not, you're not standing there with the clipboard. <laughs> right, exactly. That's the, old, right. that's the old line to say I don't have an opinion. But uh, I'm going to say City of Chicago on this. Why? Because uh, Andrew and Tony there, and Tony's goddamn handsome, and he's going to wow the judges with his he's gonna, beautiful he, eyes. He's going to dazzle gonna them to him. with his smile. Yeah, it has nothing to do with their musical ability. It's just Tony's face. That's, okay, that's so should we do prediction. should we do a chanter rant wager right now? <laughs> okay, Ooh. I'm in. What are we wagering? Yeah, I like. Well, this is that. okay. Cahill, you're you're a conscientious observer. <laughs> what do you what do you think what do you Barely. think the uh, what do you think the wager should be for us? So I'll take Wake. You're going to take Chicago. Mm-hmm. So whoever places higher wins, obviously. Okay. Final final count. Final count. MSR Medley Holman. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Final count. So, what does the loser have to do? Ooh. Let's see. You know what? I think what would be the best was to get your six to write in and, and suggest uh, suggest the punishment for the loser. This is good. This will come out after the event, though. Yeah, this problem. is... Hold on. No, no, I understand. <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. I feel, um, like, I feel like we need to set the terms. Um, Cahill's just trying to cop out of, of deciding anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I learned it by watching you, all right? <laughs> I learned it from watching you, Dad! <laughs> like, like, should we do, like, an ass tattoo or something? Oh, my like, God. There's no... I'm not... <laughs> Ooh, dude, that would, be, that would be awesome, though. Like, the loser has to get the winning band's tattoo on his ass. I'm counting that. Okay. I was, I didn't <laughs> I'm really counting it, that, boom. But... I was just like, oh, I shouldn't use that table. Uh, no. uh, so wait, what was the Cahill? The loser gets does what now? The the winning band's tattoo on their ass. Mm. Oh Jesus Christ! Well, this like a little, like a little one, like a little fifty dollar job. Man. This could like, get us nothing, some nothing crazy. How about just a hashtag fu Joe Brady <laughs> tattooed on the ass? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! This is a uh, this is a big big risk. All right, um, or, or I mean, we could do something else. We could do like a you have to you know shotgun a four loco and not die. Fucking Christ! Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to suggest anything that might actually kill one of you. Like, that. <laughs> <laughs> I like this tattoo idea. I, I do. That, that, it's uh, it's someone, risky. It's risky. Someone's got to pay, and, and like for one contest, because we might want we might want to bet that we can reuse in future contests. Maybe I mean we're, this reuse. We're in Vegas. Like every time there's a contest, we're not going to go to. Maybe we should just make a bet on who's going <laughs> to win in a certain grade. Right, but it can't be an ass tattoo. Can't be an ass time. tattoo every yeah. time. Otherwise, my ass is only so big. <laughs> my ass cheeks are going to look like Cahill's arms. <laughs> yeah. um, Which is to say, muscly. <laughs> sexy, sexy and hairless super sexy <laughs> um okay so then what do you suggest josh um winner gets to shoot the loser with a paintball gun Ooh. do you want against bare skin i could find one no wearing wearing our original run chanarant shirts then over time the shirt will accumulate more paintballs <laughs> for whoever's so wrong. You never wash it, is what you're <laughs> you saying. Never, you never wash it. Uh, but I actually <laughs> want to wear that thing. Um, hmm. Seven hours later. So we're going to solicit some ideas because we got to move on. Yeah. So if you have an idea for what the winner or loser should do, send it to us on the show. We're going to not listen to the results until we until decide. we decide right. on what the punishment is. So no one can tell okay. us the results. 
Yeah. Okay. That sounds. Ooh, or if we decide, wow. if we decide between now and then, then we'll we'll come up with something. But we we can't throw we, we can't spend the whole show vacillating on what it's going to be. <laughs> right. What does Vaseline have to do in there? <laughs> Apparently, on your so, end of the fucking connection, plenty. <laughs> you don't use Vaseline because it's petroleum based. You have to use KY or fucking Astroglide. Or um, I can't light KY on fire, Cahill. Sounds yeah, like true. Duh. Sounds like the advice of a professional, Josh. I would listen to yeah. it. So, anyways, throw something on your Facebooks that you guys got a friendly wager going, and you need some suggestions. Well, we'll just let's just put, let's just put up a poll. That'll be easiest. We'll put up a poll we'll do when that. we when we post the episode. I just want ideas. Why? Yeah. Well, why I say we do it. We'll just like pick like the top three of our ideas and just let people vote on. Um, Otherwise, we're gonna have we've had three shitty ideas, ideas so far. <laughs> no, for sure, you're getting a fucking tattoo. Then I mean, yeah, I'm about to say you put a tattoo. <laughs> you know, gonna, I just say solicit <laughs> ideas, and then somebody will come up with something creative. Okay, um, moving right along. So, Grace Note Vortex is on the Rab Show in a shameless attempt to get people to listen to their fake news, failed <laughs> media <laughs> piece of shit. Pot. No, I'm just kidding. I love those guys. Stu was on Big Rabbit. It was actually, I only got to catch a little bit of it because of work, but it was a good show. I try to watch the, I wish, I wish that um, he would record those like entire sessions instead of just doing the Facebook live stream and fucking post that shit to YouTube. Well, can you post live stuff after? You can, right? Yeah. He always deletes say, it. Though. I would just say record the video. Like, I feel like there's, there's become this uh, concern with live streaming events and live streaming uh, shows and content. Whereas realistically, you could just record it and immediately post it. And no, but he like, wants inter- yeah. he wants people interacting as they're on. There. Yeah, that's what he's, that's why he's doing. Ass. I don't know, but you can. You it just, can turns, just, it just turns a thirty minute video into a forty five minute video of saying, "Oh, hey, uh, how's it going, man? Oh, yeah, you're yeah, there but, too. Okay, so we're gonna get back to what we're doing." But that works. Like shouting people out works. Yeah, just shout them out later in the next video. Uh, yeah, no, I think we don't think so. The right thing, yeah. I mean, it'd be good if no, you save dude, it. I yeah, I don't think that's gonna work. The do the way do the live streams? Does, does hit do his live streams automatically post to the page? Are they still there? He doesn't I go, save them. I don't. He think. didn't save them. No. So maybe that's it. Like you know, it'd be good. It'd be good just to have be able to go watch it later. Because like for me, usually he does. I love watching the show and listening to the show, but the live streams at like twelve o'clock here. Right, but he could just save it. He he deletes it for some reason. I don't know why. Well, I mean, I would delete our if we did ours live. I would delete them for sure. But that's because ours are awful. Well, I don't know why he does it that way. Maybe that's why. His, his, he's got a, he runs a pretty tight ship over there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. but <clears throat> This is just getting into... So, essentially, what I want to talk about in this news update is the fucking vicious, incestuous three-way that is <laughs> us and Big Rab Show and the newly revived Grace Note Vortex, because I feel like all we do now is suck each other's dicks. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool to have us all three groups on at the same time. Maybe we could just lay on the floor... Head to dick in a in a triangle, <laughs> in a very um. <laughs> cat, uh, what was that fucking movie? The cat, uh, the human centipede kind of way. Yeah. We could we could human centipede each other if we want to go ass to mouth. <laughs> no, but I, it would be awesome to have all of us on at the same time. Hey, Gra- Grace Note Vortex, who, who gets the posted though? This when you guys, when, oh, it'd be us. Oh, absolutely, for sure. Like they're going to come on our show. We're the only ones that figured out how to call in. <laughs> this is yes, yeah, true. Good like, point. T- like Grace Note Vortex, they got to drive forty five minutes to sit in one guy's kitchen and Big Rab Show. You have to go to his studio. Mm-hmm. At least you, at least you can fucking call into our show. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, you'll you'll just sit there and masturbate and never chime in. <laughs> Cahill. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm back. <laughs> oh, he's there. He's there. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. I feel like we can we could host the first bagpipe podcast three way. Oh yeah, and we sure. us Rab, Grace Note, not Cahill. You fucker. 
I'd be down. <laughs> It'll be the, ch- the the Chain Rant Invitational podcast. There you go. I, yeah, this would be fun, actually. Because then we, we, we can get them all to say shit that'll make them never be able to compete again. And we could bust their balls live. It's always, like, sort of in response, you know? <clears throat> yeah, that's true. You make, a, you make an excellent point. So, yeah, hopefully we can get the uh, Grace Note Vortex Big Rab Show Chain of Rant three-way show on the books. Yeah. It'll just depend on um, who's, sounds, who's sounds ballsy. <laughs> Although Rap came on our show already, and he was he was he good. He fit right in. Yeah, we're him, great. And, him and uh, Fu Joe Ray. Yeah, it was awesome. So, um, okay, because well, you guys weren't dicks the whole time. I, mean, I know it's wow. hard, as hard as it was for you. Well, you see, Cahill, the difference is we respect them. Right. <laughs> well, I, I know what the difference is, and I wasn't necessarily referring to myself. Oh, 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 no. See, oh, I'm I mean, in general, Oops. dick face. <laughs> okay, so now I feel like it's time to move on to the topics of the day or evening. I yeah, suppose. yeah. We have a couple couple things going on here. The but... first, the first thing. I mean, this is this is probably going to be a short one, but we have been asked this. Everyone's asking, where the fuck has Cahill been? There's Cahill. I miss Cahill. That guy's fucking gold, man. Yeah, he should be back on the show. Where's Cahill? (laughs) Right, because somebody that is halfway nice and doesn't fucking act like a complete and total fuck face every time the show is on, people might actually like that. Hey, Cahill? Did I just hear you hit your mic, boy? He just banged something. No, that was my chair. Uh, mm, I, don't, I don't have a mic set up. You're here on <laughs> my computer. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we'll drink anyway. Yeah, we'll drink anyway. All right, well, go ahead. Drink for that. Thanks. So Cahill um, went on sabbatical because he's too nice for us, I guess. Yeah, is that yes, a- that's the <laughs> truth, is that I wanted to find myself, and what I found was that I really like internet porn. <laughs> and, uh, no, nobody spent, ever questioned that, I don't think. <laughs> this is not a surprise. I've sp- spent a lot of time in front of the computer, and then I felt like, well, maybe I'll just fucking call in and see what these chuckleheads are up to. And uh, it seems like it's pretty much the same old thing around here. See, I thought <laughs> I could have sworn Cahill's sabbatical was directly related to us pissing people off. Uh, I don't, I cannot comment nor <laughs> confirm nor deny any of those rumors. You can, you can neither confirm nor deny that we pissed any, we didn't piss anybody off then. That means that we're in the clear. Yeah, we're, I guess we're all good. Though. Yeah, we're all good. Sure, we're, go, yeah. sure go with that. Yeah, I mean, it seems to be what you've done anyway. So. <laughs> we're, we're, we're just plowing ahead. The train, the train keeps it rolling all night long, my friend. Right, right. So, uh, we're, I mean, so the... Real question is, were you really in Thailand? Everybody's asking me, oh, Cahill's in Thailand. Were you there? Were you in Thailand? And why did you go? Uh, no, I've never been to Thailand in my life. Thailand, I think it's pronounced. <laughs> um, I don't know that I even really want to go to Thailand. The capital is Bangkok. <laughs> so, yeah. And? And we already heard you so. bang your cock on the table five seconds ago. <laughs> right. Right, so I get enough of that at home, and it's cheaper. So, so, but uh, back, no, just, I've, I've been out of town. I've been traveling, and I got I had some shit to do, and I got busy, man. Sorry, like uh, it's, so. Uh, so on your travels, did you rediscover your my testicles? Travels? No, it turns out my wife's had them in her purse the whole time. <laughs> like I, 
I thought that she put him somewhere, but no, she kept him with her. So hey, I'm, it's like better, asked, better her than someone else. I thought someone else might have had him. <laughs> right, it's true. I mean, like, yeah, I, I was concerned as well. And I thought perhaps it was Kevin you know, uh, Conquest that might have had your balls. <laughs> Easy. Oh, fuck off. Can, you fucking. I'm hang up. Hang up. Oh, no, don't, don't hang up. up you. Come on. <clears throat> Well, Kate, well, we're just glad to have you back, my friend. It feel I can feel that. It feels <laughs> you feel the love. <laughs> I feel the love. Yeah, it's, it's coming through. You know? So um, today's main topic of discussion actually came from our guest, Mister Sean Cahill. And who who wants to intro this? Because Fusco, I know you'd kind of put some direction on a conversation that you two had while he was in town for a gig. So do you want to intro it, or Cahill? Do you want to intro it? <clears throat> Uh, give it, give it to Fusco. That's that's his gig, man. I'll just uh, just add well, on like normal. Okay. So the basic idea was, Cahill and I were doing a gig together, and we just were discussing just general piping stuff as people do, and they're hanging out together. And the sort of the subject came up of uh, all of us, all the three of us, anyway, on the show are say more in reality, more intermediate, slightly. Slightly above intermediate level players, if we really judge this correctly, <laughs> right? We're not quite uh, beginners, but the subject came up of uh, what it felt like to be a beginner and or like a grade four kind of playing around with the solo contest and sort of making your way into a band that competes and sort of how, you know, the, the struggle of that back then. <laughs> right. I, mean, I think a lot it, of came us, up, it came up through the, the conversation of saying like uh, – you know, when, when, when I started on Pipes, it was like I'd be lucky to have one good day of playing uh, a week. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and now it's it, – I still got shitty days of playing where I play, and I'm like, God, I suck. Why am I so shitty? Yep. yep. And then I get a few good days in there where I, where I go, okay, cool, I'm making some progress, and I want to stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Rather than turning the pipes into kindling, you know, so um, – right. And I think it just kind of went on from there as to, to that's just the natural progression of things. And Yeah, exactly. Like sort of, I mean, I remember very clearly back in the day being a grade four soloist and remember thinking like practicing, I used to practice on the pipes a lot back then. I used to, I mean, a lot. And I, I would feel lucky if I had maybe 25% of the time, if I had a good day, you know, you pick up the pipes and it just goes. And then the rest, three out of four days, I was just fucking miserable and struggling. If you, have a, if you have a day where it's thoroughly enjoyable to play music for like 30 to 45 minutes, it, yeah. it was a miracle when you're first right. playing. Yeah. Right, right, and, right, right. Yeah. So, and, and, that, and, and now it's the opposite where if you don't have that 45 minutes of good playing, like, it's the worst day of your life. Like, yes. what, are you, what are you talking about? I, I can do this? Why, why am I having a bad day? <laughs> yeah, the feeling flips a lot, yeah. I feel it more like when with the quality of my pipes now when I show up, say, play a gig, a solo thing or something. Like, some, eh, maybe one out of, it's maybe flipped, but one out of four days, it goes wrong. Like, it's just not happening. Like, things aren't, I mean, I can plow through Green Hills like the best of them, don't get me wrong, but... You know, it's just not I'm really sure going you can smoothly. Through all kinds of different color hills. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like Cahill. I mean, like it's just yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. Flipped. They won't, they won't get to, they won't lock in. You know, like you're just having trouble tuning and yeah, exactly. all the stupid shit that you work for hours on, and it's not obviously stupid, but it's it's you know the, I guess, comparable to the rudiments for the drummers is 
like, yeah, you got to have the stuff right. And there's days where it just won't get right no matter what you do. And that's the shit where you just want to punch Andy in the face. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait, that's what it is? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's one of the reasons yeah. for it. You know? <laughs> one of a laundry list of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, um, And it's so funny. I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even imagine if I could like get in a time machine and go back and listen to early like student playing for myself. Like when I thought, because like I started young, so I progressed quickly on the actual like learning the tunes, the finger work, that kind of stuff. But I can only imagine how god awful my blowing must have been, how terrible my fucking tone probably was, my tuning, like the kind of stuff that just comes more with time than anything else, right? And now, it's, well, time on the instrument. Let's not. <laughs> honestly, I, I, not, I wouldn't even say like like yeah, time on the instrument. But back then, we weren't even looking at that kind of stuff. Like we didn't have conversations about tone. We didn't have well, like we didn't have conversations about how you should be able to tune yourself quickly, at least to a, like a close solo quality tuning. Mm-hmm. It was always the instructor tuned you. Like that was it. Right, 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 right. Nowadays, it's like if you can't tune yourself, what the fuck's wrong with you? And if your tone's shit, what the fuck's wrong with you? And right. if your instrument's not airtight and calibrated, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> like, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know all the music, Angel, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> but no, you're right. I mean, 15 years ago, back when we started or whatever it was, like, we didn't do any of that. Like, that was not our responsibility. One, we didn't know anything about calibration. We didn't do it. We just put our pi- fucking just drums in and went yeah. go. And like, if it's if uh, you struggled, like, so be it. <laughs> yeah, you, you just powered through. Like, I when I when I think about how fucking hard my pipe was to play when I was like sixteen years old, and like I could play it, but anytime I handed it to anybody, it was like this is fucking broken. Like, what <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah, and it was probably leaking. It was probably like every drone read was just all the way open and just blaring. Yep, yep. Nobody did anything about that, or or at least we didn't know the secrets anyway. I feel like that's a good point, though. Like, it really is. It's very simple secrets that, for a long time, people kept way closer to the chest. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, I, I, I think some of them are still pretty close to the chest, but I mean, the info's out there. Like, you can find it now, and obviously things are easier to find. Oh, you know, for sure, yeah. Now yeah. versus 15, 16, 20 years ago. Um, Just imagine what secrets we're going to find out we didn't know now, 10 years right, from 10 now. 10 years from now, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that I know now that I didn't know even 10 years ago, but even, like, I remember... I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Plus, if everybody or anybody was like me early on was I just made excuses to not play, and then, you know, I got busy, and I got promotional exams, and I got kids, and I got soccer practice for the kids, and all these excuses. It's like a lot of bullshit reasons. Right. Oh, they're horrible. Horrible reasons, but they're the same reasons I think I've heard a thousand times and shit I've used them you know and uh at one point and I think most people come to the point of either you want to get better and improve or you're just not going to play anymore and god I um, wish (laughs) you know that's just a, a point that each person has to kind of get to on their own and what that did for me was all right well I'm going to start finding out as much as I can about this stuff and learn as much as possible and fortunately now because of the interwebs and everything like that you can get information a lot quicker and you know some of those secrets are out there now but yeah. i think they were held pretty close to the vest uh with with the pm you know like 
you'd hand your channer over and they'd do something and they'd hand it back and it'd be going great. And you'd be like, well, what did you do? What the fuck did I'll you just, do? Just, yeah. yeah, just play it. Just play it, man. Just I was, play I was just going to say that back when I played in Seamus' band 10 years ago, whatever, 10, 12 years ago, he used to do stuff that made us sound great. And I'm like, I'd always like keep my eye and I'm like, what the fuck is, what magic is he doing over there? And I, you couldn't really f- tell what he's doing. And he never talked about it. He just did whatever it was he did. But it was super frustrating, like, and then come back and, like, I don't know, I don't know what the hell he's doing. I can't make it sound the same way myself. But now as a pipe major, like, maybe looking back on it, because I, I can do that kind of stuff now. I almost couldn't put it into words what it is, but it's, like, I, I just don't care to tell anybody. It's not that I'm keeping a secret. I just don't care to tell anybody. Well, you ain't got I got, time, I got, I got time got, to do it. Got, yeah, you got, <laughs> trying to get shit done. These, you got people that, everybody that, to get ready and get, you know, sounding good. So it's not that you don't want to share the information. And I'm sure that's how it was then too, is that you just don't have the time to, to make this a teaching moment every time that right. you've got to fix somebody's chant or fix somebody's drone read or whatever, you know? But it's also like, I don't, I don't know that it's on you to have it be a teaching moment so much as it is on the student to like ask. Cause like I, we, I had the same, I have the same thing with you and with, with our current pipe band instructor that you were talking about with Seamus, where, like, when I see someone do something and I'm like, what the fuck did you just do? I'm just like, hey, uh, real quick, what was that? What did you, what did you do there? Like, I, I want to know. Because that's a big thing for me, is, like, I want to be able to do that stuff. I feel like I I had a circuitous route to making, to learning stuff and making my bagpipe easier of being lazy. So, as a lazy person, I don't want my bagpipe to be hard, and I want to be able to just throw it together and have it sound good. But the contradiction is, as a lazy person, you don't want to put the effort into the maintenance to make it easier, so you don't, so you can be lazy. So, <laughs> but I would say, like, I, I, I have gotten Such quicker. An internal I've gotten, I've gotten much quicker at maintenance. Like, I can hemp a fucking drone, right? In thirty seconds. How did you get quicker at it though? <laughs> By not having it ready at, at, at events. Okay. Okay. So then you mean you had to be quicker about it? I had to be quicker because I, it would sneak up on me. I have gotten better about checking. Like, and now, now that I've been playing longer, I know, like, I know when stuff needs to be checked. I know that, hey, I just played at 7,000 feet and it was fucking freezing cold and now I'm back at sea level and it's hot as shit. I need to check my hemp. Right. But before it was just like, oh, why is it, why are the, why are the sticks not working with the thing they're attached to? Like, what the fuck? Right. Right. Yeah. I'm, That there's there's two levels of laziness going on in this in this equation. <laughs> See, I'm 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 a, I'm a beautiful contradiction of work and laziness. For but a person for a person that works all the time, I'm actually very lazy. But I, no, but I I think you're absolutely right because I I tell the people in the band and the students about this all the time. Like, if you put your time into maintenance, and I will not I'm by no means taking credit for this. I will say a lot of the stuff I learned from Andrew Douglas when I discovered the dojo. Um, but. Because I didn't know anything up until 2010 when I started following his stuff, really. But, you know, it's if you do put your time into doing the maintenance, then the the playing part gets so much easier. Oh, so it's dead easy. Maintenance meaning, you know, calibrating your drone reads, making sure everything's tight, your bag's tight, blah, blah, blah. Checking it every time you put your pipes together. It's it's not that difficult if you do it in small pieces. All these things. These are all dojo stuff. <laughs> so... Uh, this episode brought to you by <laughs> apparently by the Piper's Dojo dot com. <laughs> but uh, so you can send us our check in the mail, <laughs> But yeah, no, like hmm. that's that's where I learned all that stuff because it, it was it just seemed like magic before that. Like I didn't know nobody told me, and yeah. I would ask, but you know, it, 
you still don't really understand and what w- Seamus is talking about ever. I'll say know? this. I'll say this about Andrew. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to get too much into like you know sucking him off, but he was one of the first people to really uh, <laughs> to take the whole mystery out of the equation. Yeah, decode the yeah. fucking. <laughs> and it was just like, oh my god, I figured out this is how they do it. I'm just going to tell everybody. Like, right? Yeah. What's the harm there? If everybody knows how to do it, everybody's playing gets better. We have to raise up higher to play better to win stuff. Right. Well, the harm is that well, that's where you I, don't hire that's where I to do it first, too. Well, and the harm is that you can't make as much of a living off of it, but I don't think that's true. I think <laughs> yeah, you can probably still... Not. There's I mean, always more, yeah. As far as I know, he's making a living. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but... Uh, and we're going to have him on the show a different time to talk about that, but I think that it's important that... I don't know. I mean, especially here. Like, for us... One of the things that gets us in so much trouble is uh, pulling back the curtain. Well, yeah, the mouse. But like <laughs> for us, like, like like pulling anytime you pull back the curtain on something that was considered sacred, you're going to get in trouble. So I have to assume he got flack when it was like, oh, by the way, here's all those tricks they're not teaching you. Supposedly, he, based on the stories I hear, he used to. Yes, I don't know if he still does. Or when we talk about something being just like, oh, by the way, this is all bullshit, guys. Guess what? Like. But doesn't that make the whole system better eventually? It does overall in the long run, yes. Yeah. But so these over... guys are these guys are concerned about a living in the short term. <laughs> yeah. Well. And they don't like you criticizing the way they do things for the last hundred years or fifty years or whatever. It I, is. I will I will say that it might be time for people to stop worrying about the people that have been very important in the scene for the past seventy years and start worrying about the people that are gonna be important in the scene for the next seventy years. <laughs> it's an interesting Interesting idea there, yeah, Josh. Yeah, times do change. <laughs> but going back to the whole um, grade four mentality. So there's yeah. the idea of, you know, if I have a good run, one out of four, that's pretty good. And as you progress, it's like if I have a bad run, one out of four, what the fuck? Yeah. I remember. I want to talk about a different aspect of the grade four mentality. What's that? I want to talk about the aspect of the grade four mentality of um, professionalism and dedication. Because I think that at the at the grade four level for a lot of bands, and I can't I can't speak you know too much about I haven't played in a lot of grade four bands, but there's a general kind of I don't know if it's it doesn't seem as serious, which is interesting to say because we're a shitty you know podcast that makes poop jokes and dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> But like for like you know when you play at the higher level it's like okay we're gonna be intense and serious and focused and not question and just shut the fuck up and do our job for two hours and then we'll fuck around right like and I think that that's that's a good system like you know because we're pipe band people like we're gonna have to fucking take the piss we're gonna have to have a drink and make jokes and do whatever but I notice the difference at higher levels is that you have two hours of intense focus. And then we can all fuck off and go have a good time. Versus at the lower levels, three and a half hours of very failed focus and fucking around and wandering and not listening to instruction and that kind of stuff. Right. <clears throat> well, that is a chicken or egg kind of thing, I think, because I, I'm I wonder about this sometimes. Where is that is that the nature of grade four, or do the people that tend to be focused and serious end up just working their way up anyway so then you lose all those people out of that level so it's probably both it's not chicken and egg it's like chicken and human being a chicken and fucking boiling pot of oil like, i don't know uh, i've seen i've been through it so long now that it seems like 
the, t- the type of people that are not like that, not wandering, not sort of misfocused, not, you know, you know, very, um, I don't know, focus driven, whatever. The dedicated. They just, they'll go, they'll end up in a group of people that are also like that. So similar people, uh, law of attraction, whatever it is, you know, now similar people come together. You have a, you have a good kind of opinion on this because your band that shall not be named has a grade four and a grade three right now, right? We have a grade five and a grade three. Do you do you notice that certain people hover at the lower level because of their like intent and dedication, or is it just like cream rises to the top? Or no, no. Uh, f- for us, I think it's it's their first kind of run into pipe band contests and <laughs> and playing in a circle. So at the grade five level, I don't think you see the same thing that that Andy's kind of talking about or you guys are referring to because they are pretty well focused. Like every games I've been at with our grade fives is they're ready for business. They're not, you know, grabbing ass or doing anything stupid. They're paying attention and and doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, um, are there practices that way too, as far as you know, as far as I know, yeah, the one I've been to a couple and they, you know, they're not, you know, it's not a, not an excuse to go fuck off for two hours. It's, you know, they're there and they're donating their time and they want to get something out of it. So they're there to improve. So I think that that's kind of the way that 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 group has been run. So, um, you know, so obviously through the leadership of the grade five band is, you know, they've, they've made it so that you're coming. You, they come out and they have fun, but they're they're there to learn and they want to get stuff done and they want to work on things. So they're, they're working on them. And that's, I mean, it's not really an ass grab fest all the whole time, you know, would you say their people know their music? Uh, yeah, I, I would, I would say so. Yeah. So you have no angels. <laughs> <laughs> there goes my angel. He's never to come on the show again now. I mean, he's not even here right now. So I love you, Angel. I love you too, Angel. You're a good person. So I'd love Angel if you learned to swim. You know, you know what I've learned is it's the leadership's fault. Yeah, they're the ones that have to set set the example. Basically, set set the the understanding that this is what we're doing here today, and it's not time for you know fucking grab ass and dicking around so like if you allow it to happen then it is kind of on the leadership so angel uh i mean cahill <laughs> did he did he, uh, did he catch that one Oh, I did. I oh, heard yeah. you i okay. was, was kind of waiting to see where this is fucking going <laughs> so cahill um have you ever uh, sent someone home from a practice before? No. Really? God, God, no. Have you ever seen someone sent home from practice? Or asked to sit down? No. I've, I've seen plenty of people asked to go sit with their... <laughs> These headphones are so wide. I've seen plenty of people asked to go sit and play their practice channel while the band plays the sets, but... Um, I've actually been that person before. Yeah, 
think everybody gets a turn in the barrel, as it were. But uh, <laughs> but it never bothered me. It just made me like more fired up about getting my shit together. Right. Like yeah, get get your shit together. I mean, everybody can have an off day, man. It happens. So like, uh, you know, no. But no, I've never seen anybody like been told, "Hey, get your shit and go home." You know, like I don't think that's. I mean, are like, people are people just a, generally nicer in Arizona? Is that what I'm missing out on here? Like, like I've uh, I've I've yeah, fucking I guess so. seen people sent home. I've sent people home. You have? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, when? Uh, when I was a pipe major in grade five. I bet you could guess who. I actually don't remember. To be, I I have no idea. Yeah, I know when I this. when I was pipe majoring in grade five, and it was just like, uh, well, then you can just go now later. Because they didn't know their music kind of thing, or what? No, because they were arguing. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Right, but I don't, we don't, we haven't had that, knock on wood, we haven't had that problem of people trying to tell our pipe majors their business, I guess. So, (laughs) I don't know if that's a lack of respect thing or somebody that feels like they know better or whatever. You know, I've always, I've always been worried that I'm too nice of a person. <laughs> but but then you right, did this, right. but it, did it change everything? I mean, it, did everybody stand up straight or whatever you want to call it? I mean, at that point, I uh, I didn't notice any change aside from the fact that I wasn't arguing anymore and I was back to practicing in that particular moment. But yeah. I mean, long term though is what I mean. Person came back the following week, right? I don't know, and they and they didn't talk back. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many. I'm curious how many people go through this because we definitely struggle with this. What I call the grade four mentality, like the people that just get like, to the point where they really start to, well, they start to know something. I just, I feel like that's uh, not a good, I think that that's not a good moniker though. I don't feel like the, because well, I mean, the grade four mentality is so general and I feel like it's, it's a much more specific problem. I feel like there's plenty of grade fours that don't have that problem. Of people, yeah, I would, in my experience, like, that is not the case. You know? so many, so many I think more. It's an, I think it's an arrogance problem. I th- which happens, yes, I think, like an individual problem. I think it's, I think it's, it's more about the individual for sure. I see it continually, consistently in grade four. When you go to grade three, suddenly be, people come become way more humble again. That's my experience. So I've noticed it so many times where you just start to know a little bit something, and then you, then you, you start to pipe up at the pipe major or whoever it is or somebody given direction. You start to insert your opinion a little too often. This is hilarious because I did this exact same thing when I was like sixteen years old. <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> like I can remember, I can remember distinct occasions of you and I getting into it over over stuff. <laughs> it's super. I've seen it lots. Well, of then, then is it possible that it's an, an immaturity issue and not like a grade four issue? No, I've seen like, adults. No, I'm still. I don't want to name. I'm still, no, I'm still but, immature, and I have my shit together now. <laughs> no, but being immature in the pipe band, not necessarily in oh, maybe. life, but being immature as to the to the way things but, would go you, and how it's supposed to work. Did you ever go through that? Did you ever think it was time to, like, all right, I'm going to tell the pipe major what I think in front of everybody? No, man, like, fuck no. Fuck like, where no, does that dude. come from? I see that so I don't often. I man. But, like, I work in a paramilitary organization, so we understand chain of command and things like that. Versus, really? That's how, that's how a pipe band's supposed to be. Right. Versus, uh, you know, just average the average folks i guess so i mean i've been taught since starting work that you know there's a way to go about things and you don't question the leadership unless it's a safety issue obviously but ain't nothing gonna be unsafe about pipe band right Um, well except for all the herpes well besides yeah besides (laughs) the sharing of stds but um, sure 
But you know that that's what I, that's what I mean is like maybe it's just that's why we don't let Fusco lick our reeds anymore. Yeah, that's nasty. Um, is that code? Is that prison lingo for something? I have no idea. I never know oh, what he's okay. talking about. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's literal herpes we're worried about. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just have, I mean, we've had some personalities in there that, I mean, that you wouldn't argue with or you wouldn't have a cause to argue with anyway. You know, like, you know, our last pipe major was uh, very authoritarian, uh, very authoritarian leader. So like you didn't question him. But he wasn't telling it. Was that a fart? <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch that? I was, I was wondering if the mic picked shit, up. Yeah, dude. Jeez. That was wow. That's a, that's a drink. A drink, <laughs> yeah, dude. That's going to itch when it dries up, too. So you're going to want to go wipe that, man. Uh, maybe, maybe Cahill can mail you some salve. Self. <laughs> Sorry, but anyway, like the I, subject like was, I was getting saying. so serious, I just had to let that happen. <laughs> so fucking loud. <laughs> and people say we're not a legit piping podcast. Oh, I just don't dude. understand why. Yeah, weird. Have you seen Step Brothers when he farts at the interview? <laughs> That's that sounded like. That was impressive, sir. I'm not even mad. I'm fucking impressed. Yeah, so, thank you, like, thank you. I like to thank uh, anyways, you. Anyways. It's a personality but, thing. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's just a lack of, of understanding how things work and that if you have a problem, like, you can approach these the folks afterwards and go, hey, this is, you know, I noticed this. Is there a reason we're doing this this way? Whatever. But, like, there's a time and a place for that. And in the middle of practice and calling out a, one of the, the band leaders in front of the whole band, that's that ain't cool, man. Like, you don't want him ripping you a new asshole in front of the band either, so... It is neither the time nor the place. So I would say the problem is with the individual. It's not necessarily a grade level issue. So what we've learned is that um, pipe majors who experience this problem overall just need to be a little harsher. Is that what you took out of that? Just a little. Just just take a little less guff. (laughs) Uh, I think it, the message is more for the players to, to be a little bit more professional about their approach to, to practice. How yeah. do you teach them that? I don't know. I still feel like when you get when you get a group of players, it's always it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Like, you get eight people in a circle and, and, you know, one of them's a pipe major. The other seven are like, I don't know who fucked it up, but it definitely wasn't me. It's like, guys, it was, I like, we don't know who it was. Just be a team yeah. player. And part of being yeah. a team player is, you know... That's the Trump be and the, district pipe band. It is, yeah. <laughs> like, like, be the fucking goalie of pipe band. Like, play your position, dude. Like, get your music right, play it right, shut the fuck up, and then go have a beer. Hey, you know what? And we're a fucking human. You're going to make mistakes. Just own up to it, and you fucking move on. Dude. Always. It's... It's it's no big fucking deal, man. Like especially I'm, at especially at practice, that's where you're supposed to make mistakes. So I'm the first person to practice? throw myself under the bus. <laughs> practice, practice. We ain't even talking about a game. We're talking about practice. Yeah, practice is what you do at home, motherfuckers. <laughs> We're here for yeah. rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't don't even start with that <laughs> debate. <laughs> We're here to rehearse the things you already practiced in your fucking domicile. Mm-hmm, with a hell of a lot less stress and a lot less people looking at you, so therefore you're going to make mistakes. Just um, your dog howling at you. Unless you're Angel and then you, you haven't done either, really. 
<laughs> so fair. We can't. We can't just keep throwing Angel under the bus. He's yeah, not you even need here. to. You need to get off him. Of we gotta shit on Cahill because Cahill can defend yeah. himself. We'll shit, on, <laughs> we'll shit on Angel next time Angel's on the podcast. Yeah, I think that's a fair thing to do. Angel's just my still. archetype for every piper that doesn't know their music, <laughs> so I just use him as just. Well, see, as, maybe he gets so stressed out because you're always up his ass about knowing the music. You know, you know why Angel. <laughs> you know why Angel I, is your archetype. I can guarantee for, you that's not the case, Cahill. Angel, Angel is not. <laughs> Angel is not only your archetype for every piper that know, doesn't know their music. That barely describes the situation. Angel is your archetype for every piper that didn't take what little time it would have taken them to learn the music because they're good enough to learn it in like one or two practices and play it well. So you know that there's been zero practices every time he doesn't know it. Because if he played it once a week at home, he'd know it. He's a good player. Right. Sure. Okay. I'm so you're, you're more frustrated at him for his potential than him not not, not living up to his potential. Yeah, like you're yeah. frustrated because he did not live up to the potential you know he has. You're not mad because he doesn't know the music because half the motherfuckers don't know the music. You're mad at him because he could very easily know the music and does not. Correct. Yes, you're right. I feel like that's an important distinction. Dude, I feel like you just had a full-on breakthrough with uh, Fusco right there. No, I, this is not... I did not not know this. Yeah. He, he did not... <laughs> I, I don't know what you just said, man. You just I did know this. He right just now. put it into words. But but there's a... You know what would be great, though? You know, as a pipe major, I'd really love to... That's true. But I would also love to show up to practice where I'm not the only one or one of two people that know the music so we can actually play everything all the way through in one shot. I can't tell you the last time I've had that experience ever. So... You said one of the two, so I can't tell you either. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> so it would be nice yeah. if six people knew everything, like the or four. I, it'd be, anything. Say, I would, I would fucking, I would blow my load if four people knew everything. Yes, it annoys me that Angel is not living up to his potential, but it also annoys me that I'm showing up every week knowing my shit, and nobody else does. Like, we still don't can't play through the entire medley. Still can't do it. Two years later, it's it's interesting. Do you think it's like a student player thing? I don't know. So Cahill, for a for a student player, for a grade five or grade four student player, that's maybe only been playing for a couple months or maybe a year. What is an acceptable timeline for learning? You know the repertoire, the learning the music. Uh so for the for competition sets, you're saying, right? or even bass sets? I mean, I've seen issues with mass band tunes. Uh. Man, everybody's different, but I think, and I'm being extremely lenient, that a month is plenty of time. A month. I like. I That's like you your, being lenient. I like your approach. I, I like that one fucking month. Okay, give me. Okay, t- learn t- the tunes in a month, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not throwing forty tunes at them. You're throwing like a set of four, three, four, or five tunes, like. I mean, yeah. and a lot, a lot of little two-parters and and things that are kind of cut and spliced together for your sets. Like I, I don't see. I mean, that's working half an hour a day or so, just sit down to memorize the stuff. And if they sit down with that with that thought in mind that they want to memorize the tunes, then it's that easy. There's, I mean, like I honestly would quit if I couldn't couldn't do it in a timely fashion like because then i'd be like look i just can't fucking memorize music or i can't memorize this stuff or whatever like it would drive me nuts you know like 
I, I don't know. Is a month too short, Andy? You sounded surprised by that. <laughs> no, a month is a month is re- is good. Well, okay. A mu- are you? Suge- Let me just be clear. So, it's, let's say we handed out a new MSR. A month to learn to memorize an MSR is is what you're saying, or are you talking four parts of each? Yeah, so three, three, four, three, four, four, four part of tunes. Because that's that's yeah. a great four let's, standard let's say that, coming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that. that's changing, right? So. Yeah, I think that that's fair. I think a month is fair. Okay, like, you're my hero. That might not it might not be played the best, but like have it off so you can play it on the pipes. At just least. just then, so you know it. you can yeah. So then yeah. you can tweak. You can stuff. always fine tune once you memorize the right. music. But like if you can't fucking hum it, what's the point? Right. Yeah, and dude, I'm telling you, like I think a month is extremely like lenient as far as yeah. I'm not. So, so I'm not you, like. How do you feel about two years? <laughs> I'm not like, um, like making funny sounds because I think that's too short. That sounds reasonable to me, but it would blow my mind if we could get that to happen. So I don't know if that's unreasonable or not. Maybe at our level, that's not unreasonable. I don't know, but it's. I'm trying to remember back when we were in grade you four or with fi- your keys there, fifteen buddy? years ago. What <laughs> could we have done this? Could we have done that back then? I, I'm trying to remember if I could. I think I did. I don't know. I'm trying to remember, but it's it's just so crazy. So all your all your people can read music, right? Yes. As far as I you know, still, or do you still have people like writing notes? No, no, letters no, 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 no. They can read music. Yeah, nothing. We're, like that. we're getting a little too specific. Well, I'm just saying, like, if they can read music, then there's no reason they shouldn't be able to memorize it. Like, if they need the sheet music in front of them, that's become just a crutch for them, and they're making that as an excuse. So, like. Okay. All right. They just need to push themselves a little bit more. As much. I mean, and so this I, has worked. I, I passed out a tune before the last little fire workshop we did, and everybody that came to the workshop had it off and ready to go on pipes. The first time we we struck up to play, and yeah, we had to run through a couple of little things, but everybody was on the pipes with it. I mean, I learned I learned no wah to bite a wah waiting to march off to mass bands. They, <laughs> yeah, you can probably learn tunes at march bands. <laughs> they were like, they were like, oh, we're going to do No Wada Bite a while. I was like, I don't know that one. They're like, oh, it's okay. It just goes like don't this. Don't worry. Bah, yeah, bah, yeah. And they just like sang it for me. I was like, yeah, all right, cool. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. You'll know it by the time they're done playing it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's I, interesting. How, I don't know. Like, maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, but. Maybe they think they can't, and that's part of the problem. This, but I'm telling you, well, like, they can. If they just put their mind to it, they'd be able to do it. I agree, know, but I. I think there's a lot of, well, again, I say a lot. That maybe that's a bit much, but there's definitely attitudes of I can't do it, so then it doesn't get done. What angels' excuses? I have no idea. But everybody else, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need to put a camera under the bus just so I can check on Angel every now and then. Yeah, man, that thing is just keeps backing up. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> uh, but you know, there's there's definitely a lot of like, well, I like, kind of know it. And there's always a lot of kind of knows, kind of know it, and then I they forget it. That. And then, yeah, like, like I don't know, I don't understand. Or like, that. how do you lose a tune? What? Okay, we're while we're doing it, all we're doing is bitching and moaning. Let's get into solutions. So let's say I am a I'm a new pipe major of a lower level band, and I'm working with a lot of people that are students or newer players. From from your from the perspective of the two of you, what are some key things I should keep in mind as I try to get these people competition ready? We're going to start with Cahill. Oh, don't start with me. Start with Andy. We're to start with Fusco. Fuck! Now I got to edit that out. <laughs> Son of a bitch. 
All right, so key things to start with to create a competition. Right, band so you're, from so you're. It's not even that you're. You're telling me how to. From your experience, you're telling me how to work with these people. I'm removing okay. you from the equation. You're not talking about your personal experience. No, I got you're, you. you're coaching someone that's taking over. Right, but uh, here's a similar situation. Here's the thing, though. What the fuck can I possibly know? Because I am, I can't get it. Just done. give it a shot. Just I can't shot. even get it done. Like, just give it a shot. It's been years of this. Even nonsense. if you only, even if you only have two pieces of advice, what would those, what would those be? Okay. <sighs> hmm. One would be. Hmm. Don't fret. <laughs> start. Start small. Start small. Okay. You, try, you say start small, start small music-wise or group-wise? Music-wise. Music-wise. Okay. Start small. Okay. And then yeah. number two. Build it, you know what I mean? Like build it from, from small pieces, I guess. Okay. I mean, however you want to take that. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Cahill next and then we'll come back. Yeah, so I mean what goes what goes along with that is, is patience, man. you got to have some patience because you're dealing with a, a group of people and they're, everybody learns differently. So it takes time to figure out you know, how these people learn and how they're going to succeed with what you're giving them. So you got to take time to get to know what that is. And then uh, you can't put your timeline on stuff because I know if you're anything like me, I want shit to happen yesterday and it just doesn't work that way. You know, like you just got to got to be patient with the with your folks. Like I agree with the start small and work on things and build your way up that way. I mean, even if you, if you say you're getting a new MSR, then break it down and give them the March one practice and work on it and say, we're coming back next week and we're going to get this on pipes. We'll use music stands. And the week after that, you don't have any music stands or whatever. I mean, whatever the case is for the stuff, I mean, that you got to do, but there, there's ways to, to work with the folks so that they feel a little more comfortable playing and, as long as they know it's okay to make mistakes early on with this stuff, then there's no reason to not not learn it. And some honestly, sometimes too, as I think, you know, you're picking all the music, and sometimes you just don't like the shit that the pipe major picked. So it's harder to go, okay, well, I really got to sit down and learn this shit this week because we got to play it next week or whatever. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely had that so. experience. As as a player and or a pipe major, I've seen on both sides. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, tip I mean, tip just, number just, two just, over to Fuko. Tip number two. Hmm. Don't carry live ammunition to pipe band practice. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good tip. That's and always a good tip. Part B of that is drink heavily before pipe band. What I would I would. Maybe drink heavily after. Well, it helps if you drink during and through. <laughs> just, just moderately, maybe. Uh, um, but seriously, um, hmm. Jeez. I mean, set set some achievable goals. Figure out what you want to do for the next season. We're going to compete in three contests. That's what we want to do. We want to place in at least one of the three, or you know, preferably all three. But we want to. We want to improve every time out. So right, okay. Like this is you know this is our goal is that we we're we're driving to get to grade three or we want to you know get to the next level et cetera et cetera. Like, but communicate those with the people because if if you don't, they just kind of trudge you know trudge through and oh well it's just grade four I'll learn it you know a month out from the next competition. 
I think, um, I gotta say, gentlemen, after hearing your suggestions, I think we've learned a lot today on the Chan Rant podcast. I think that uh, we've learned that the Grace Note Vortex sucks. We've learned that uh, <laughs> when it comes to grade four bands, building bands, working with students, a lot of it is based on the individual, their learning mentality, their learning style, and trying to adapt to that. I also think that we've learned we can't hit the microphone stands anymore or else we're going to be too drunk. <laughs> That's definitely a problem. <laughs> I do yeah. want to say, um, yeah, there, there's got to be, there's going to be more on this, I'm sure. I mean, it's interesting because I know, like, I know uh, Rap Show did the learning journey and all that shit, but it's, it's a little too whitewashed. I feel like there's, there's the hopeful theory of teaching students and getting students to make the jump from being new to being competitors and then there's also the reality of it and there's like people are mad people are upset people are crying in corners like what the fuck do you do with you know with piping a lot of the time the person who is in charge of dealing with those situations is in charge of dealing with those situations because they're the best piper not necessarily because they're the best teacher or because they like give the most of a shit they're the best player in the band and they know what the music should be and what the music should sound like and i feel like that's a totally different conversation agree but as we are uh rapidly approaching the end of the show i do want to <laughs> thank mr sean cahill for being on thanks boys it's good to be back yeah, well, we'll see if we have you back again. <laughs> I mean, like on this episode, <laughs> I, I, I think I think we could just relegate you back to Cahill's corner. <laughs> yeah, that's that's way more my speed, anyways. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty okay with putting Cahill back in the corner. Yeah, um, everybody puts Cahill in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for being on the show. Um, if you are at home, you you know you should know that uh, the Channering Podcast is the world's worst bagpiping podcast. You can review the show on iTunes. Please, only if you're going to give it a good review. If you're going to give it a bad review, just tweet it to us privately, and then we can, uh, you know, figure out what your name is and where you live and come beat you up. <laughs> you can also send in emails, record messages to be played on air, and like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget, if you're in the Pipe Band community, if you're one of the six, invite your friends to maybe, uh, you know, have a listen. Maybe see if they're interested. Pick a better episode than this one, hopefully, and because, you know, Cahill was on it. Right, that guy is a And uh, yeah, try to try to get the show a little a little more love, and we'll keep making it. We appreciate everyone who wrote in, um, DJ and uh, Honey Bourbon. Thank you guys. I I will never unsee that nipple. <laughs> <laughs> and from all of us here at the Chain Rain Podcast, uh, have a shitty evening and go fuck yourselves. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> all right. Cheers. Okay, he has a small penis. <laughs> so-